It's All Her, the podcast. I'm your host, Geordie Lucas. I'm the founder and editor of itsallher.com. I'm a presenter, an actress in a former life, and a mum to a toddler. I've got a lot going on, and I have a passion for making life easier and better for women. Now, yesterday, we dropped part one of my chat with Abby Gilmore, where we spoke about life, loss, and motherhood. So let's get straight into part two, where I ask Abby about her new business, which is helping families navigate co-parenting. Tell me about Shine. Shine, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I wanted to do cards for years, like honestly for years, and I just never knew how to execute them. Mm. But again, I think it was like the universe's way of telling me that like you're not ready yet. Like you can't be doing something that you don't even have – you don't have a grip of yet. Like yeah. I was still – I religiously would do affirmations with my kids. Like I just think that – adopting that mindset early on mm. like I, I had to do it later in life oh my gosh the gift for your children to have you know we we learn so much from affirmations we learn that like we learn how to problem solve faster we learn how to you know flip a situation and see and draw from the positives even though it might not be a positive situation it's like well what positive can we find from it it's just yeah. it's really rewiring and retraining your brain and changing the patterns um and if you've grown up in a really negative household, it can be so hard. Um, you know, we, we can slip into that victim mentality and mm. we can adopt that sort of um, process <clears throat> to, to think about things, you know, in our life. So I'm just so focused on, well, I was so focused on making sure that my kids knew that, you know, they can believe in themselves. They can do anything. They can do hard things. Like yep. all of that stuff they were doing from... Oh, Miller was three, I think. So after my separation, that was the stuff I was doing with the kids. Just in bed. You know, I can do anything. I believe in myself. I'm... Rah, rah, rah. Like, there was yeah. a whole list of them. Um, and, yeah, I kind of got thinking, like, these aren't specific. Like, this is just sort of to life. But what about some for parents and their kids who are co-parenting? I just kind of thought there is nothing out there for co-parents mm. or the kids of co-parents. You know, mm. like nothing and I and I would sort of see the problems that my kids would come to me just not problems but like throwaway comments like I don't know Miller would meet a friend at school you know she'd go on to to do prep and grade one and be like oh so and so her mum and dad live together why can't you and dad mum you know just not understanding and I'm like how do you explain that well I just sort of said to her I was like okay like you know what everyone's families are so different like so-and-so's mum and dad live together, but so-and-so's mum and dad, they don't live together. Yeah. Their parents, like, you know, they're not together and they don't get along. These guys, they do. And I'm like, Mm. you know, everyone's situation is so different. Like, and I think it's just about, I don't know, I wanted to make the the kids of co-parents think that their situation's not hugely unique and weird. Mm. It's like, it's pretty normal, you know? Um, And I just really wanted to prompt parents that it's so important to watch what you're saying i think that like it's so shit that kids have to carry the parents baggage you know and and sometimes i don't know they're doing it and sometimes they do and i just want parents to sort of think shit like you know that poor kid it's i'm conditioning my kids already at such a young age and Mm. i'm their first example of a relationship like i don't want my girls to grow up and have the belief that men leave you know I don't want it to be a really nasty or mean 
thing for them. I want them to grow up and know that like, um, my parents separated, but I, I lived in two happy households, you know, but they were still such great friends or, you know, it doesn't have to be nasty. Yeah. And you know, you don't even have to get along, but you still don't need to be speaking in a way that's going to hurt the kids. Mm. So that's where these cards came from. So I just wanted to, yeah, just make them so that when the parents read them to the kids, the kids understand them and get something out of it. But also the parents reading them have to sit there and go, Oh wow. Like, Mm. yeah, you're right. You know, it is important or, I don't know, just so many things that I really wanted parents to sort of understand, but I wanted it to be something that they can do with their kids. Yeah. Just really getting that connection as well and opening the path for like a conversation. You know, um, one of the cards is like, you know, I have um, lots of places to keep my special things. Um, So just like honoring that, like, no, I don't have just one bedroom. I've got lots of places to keep my special things, but, Mm. um, or, um, I know that, like, I can tell dad all the fun things I did with mum. He loves to hear all about it. Yeah. Like, kids usually will come home and they don't want to talk to you because they think they're going to upset you by telling you what they did with dad. Yeah. And a kid shouldn't even... They should not have to feel like that. Like, Mm. imagine being a child and thinking, oh, I can't even tell mum all that. Like, dad and I bought ice cream because she'll get upset. Yeah. Like, a child shouldn't have to feel like that. Bear a mum yeah. should have to deal with that, you know? Yeah. A kid should say, Mum, Dad and I had the best day ever. He took me to the play centre. Like, he made me giggle. Like, it was so much fun. And standing there as a mum, yeah, that might sting a little, you know? Yeah. Because you, you probably want to be there. Yeah. But you deal with that as an adult with your brain, you mm. know, who can process this, who, you know, it's your situation. That's, like, that's the point. You know, not the kid, you deal with it. So that was really where I was coming from. Um, And yeah, I mean, they've been taken so well. I have had the most incredible messages. Family lawyers are like wanting to implement them, wanting to give them in packages to families. Like amazing. Um, Child psychologists, like amazing. They're like, these are so fantastic and so needed. Like, thank you. And um, child cares and kinders and oh my gosh I honestly was blown away it's one thing to have an idea and I really believed in it and I do believe in it and mm-hmm. I do it every day like but it's another to execute it and have other people see your vision and praise it and yeah then, yeah and really just like love the shit out of it like yeah I could not believe it I, I honestly was like well people won't love it as much as me I don't know. I don't know if they'll understand it. It's a new language. Like it is a new language. I, th- I thought that they'd read it and be like, oh, too hard. Um, because that's the thing with mental health. Like it is hard yes. and it is something you need to flex. It's like a muscle. Like we mm. need to consistently be doing these cards if we want the kids to get the benefits. So if I can't get the parents to do it, well, I can't, these cards won't be, you know, as well perceived you know like and I just think oh if you can give your kids one gift it's this like and they will remember these words and these things long after the cards you know Mm. as adults they'll be going through life with this new language that you have literally sat down and and given to them Mm. but yeah like eight and nine year olds like they can finally sort of talk to mum you know and and that's the thing like so many parents are like far out like I haven't even been listening to my kid. Like, yeah, right. I haven't even asked them how they must be feeling or I haven't known how to. Mm. So to have a card in front of you that's like saying, um, 
I don't know, like, I love the way um, my parents speak of each other. It makes me feel really happy. You know, yeah. you could read that card and maybe the kid might say, oh, but, but mum, you don't speak very good about dad or you don't, rah, 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 you know, and just to have that sort of brought up and be like, wow, like, um, yeah, you're right. And I'm going to try better. You know, I'm going to yep. do better. I don't manage my, my emotions very well sometimes, but that's okay. I'm going to do better. Yeah. So like you would never have had that conversation had you not read a card that sort of prompted, prompted you the, yeah. and them um, to think a different way. Mm-hmm. So it's really kind of, yeah, it exposes you to things that your kid's struggling with too, which can be really hard, but it gives you an area of focus mm. to work on. So, yeah, I just super passionate about yeah. it. <laughs> so obviously this is all about raising, you know, more resilient children that are in touch with how they're feeling and can manage hundred emotions. But also I like, and this is the thing, it's like a double-edged sword. It's like, yes to that, but also to the parents reading it to their kids, it's really triggering something in them too. The messages that I've had from like wounded 30 year olds, yeah. like, Oh my God, Abby, I am a 30 year old woman. And my mom and dad used to like play me in the middle, you know, and I could never oh. tell mom how I was feeling um, and I could never tell dad what I did with mum and rah, rah. She's like, this is just one particular yeah. message, but very, very similar um, around that. But um, she's like, I'm 30 and today I just realized that I don't have to protect my dad to my mum anymore. I don't have mm. to protect mum to dad. I can actually say, yeah, mum, I was just around at dad's today. She's like, I'm a 30-year-old woman and I still think that I can't talk about the other parent to the other because yeah. I might upset them. She's like, thank you so much for allowing me to like unpack that you know that's a story that I've carried my whole life um to keep myself safe Mm. and I don't have to do that anymore like but and I didn't realize until I read your card so there are a lot of adults reading these who have been through um you know what their kids I guess are experiencing or going through yeah um and I just think like how awesome that together you get to mend that, you know, you get to say it stops here, you know, yeah. we do it differently now. Mm. So I just, yeah, I, I honestly like, I, I love these cards. It's just like so many different uses, it's like a multi-purpose. Like yeah. there are so many different ways that can, you can perceive them. Yeah. Yeah. So how else do you encourage your kids to be mindful and, and to, you know, work through what they're feeling? You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying to oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. get them on there. Yeah. 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 Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right with now. This I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't play with it. Play with it. No. Take that shit serious. I think it's just about being with them when they're having that feeling, and just mm. not. I don't need to like. I don't need to do anything. They're experiencing an emotion, like you know, and I say to the girls like your your experiences and the way that you're feeling and your you know your energy it's like 
it's literally energy in motion. Like we just need it to pass through. So like if you're crying because I don't know, Mason hit you, it's like that hurt. (laughs) Yeah. And you can cry. I'm not going to say you'll be right. Come on. It's all good. So then you grow up thinking that like, you know, I can't trust myself because when I think it hurts, you tell me it doesn't, I got to keep going. Like we're all good. So it's like, I just honor how they're feeling and I simply be, you know, it's like, give me a hug. Like, let's let's have a cuddle or if it's a bit more complex things like you know Arlo might have hit Miller and Miller's hit her back yeah and then they both come running at me (laughs) I'm sure this is a very common common incident um normally like you know we go I don't know Miller will be like Arlo hit me and then you go like Arlo, don't hit. Like, how could you buy it? And she'll be like, but she pulled my hair. And I'm like, oi, what are you doing? <laughs> now I sit down and I go, okay, tell me what happened. And usually they're both trying to talk over each other. She did this. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I want one of you to talk. And I feel like, honestly, by the time one of them's finished, they're calm because mm. I'm letting them tell me what's happened. They work out the problem. So yeah. Arlo and Miller will then go, oh, Miller, I pulled your hair because... I wanted the text that I probably should have waited. Yeah. And Arlo's like, oh, it's okay, Miller. You can have the text in yeah. You know, so then they do it like that. So I think because I've, it's really hard, you know, it's really hard to be that conscious parent. It's so easy to smack the kid's bum and put them in mm. their room. It's really hard to not act on your own frustrations yeah. and just sit with them and be because a kid having a tantrum is triggering something inside you. Mm. Like a kid having a tantrum and a meltdown we respond and if you do the smacking or if you're that kind of you know yelling psycho parent which is fine i mean i've 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 been yelling a lot too (laughs) but if you're doing that it's usually something in you that you're not managing and maybe as a kid it was because that's how your parents did it or maybe as a kid you didn't feel seen and heard so why the Mm. hell should they Mm. you know so for me i'm reparenting myself i'm it's hard. Like yeah. I'm so depleted by the end of the days. I give everything to my kids emotionally. Like mm. I say to Lee, I'm just exhausted. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Don't even come near me. I'll be in the bath for three hours because I give everything to yeah. them because I just, I want them to be, I don't know. I just want them to feel seen by me and they do. I know they do. They feel so connected with me. We have an incredible relationship and I don't know. I just hold space for them. So the way that I parent, I guess, yeah, it's exhausting. My friends all laugh at me. They're like, you've done this when all my kids are climbing over me and theirs are just like, whatever. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I just like to hold space for them and we sort out our issues by talking about it. Um, I'm not trying to control them and put my way of thinking into their mm-hmm. head. I want them to sort of problem solve themselves, you know, yeah. and they get to it eventually once we sort of stop and have the conversation and, and whatever it is. But yeah, I mean, it's hard yeah emotions are hard and if you've never been able to if you were a kid that never got to express yourself you know if you were always told to be quiet you're too loud like or don't cry don't cry you'll be right toughen up then you're like as an adult you don't have the tools to to give that Mm. to your to your kids unless you're aware yeah and i think it's just for me i just want to be really aware and i'm so in tune with my emotions like i'm i'm a very emotional person i'm sensitive like yeah and my kids are sensitive because i've taught them to feel things as well i just Mm. i'm all for feeling things i just think that like we're human we're meant to yeah you know and i i read something as well the other day was that you know we can't tell children not to cry 
because when they're teenagers we want them to come to us when they're upset and this is literally it it's like when you think about parenting these little toddlers and babies and things like that like you're doing you you do just that you tell them to you know go away you'll be fine yeah all good all good but then yeah they grow up and you're like come here and they're like no like i don't want to yeah you've never once wanted me to come here you always tell me to go away yeah and i yeah same deal like my girls know that i don't send them to their room but i say to them if you want to go into your room like have some time for you in your safe place like that's your safe place yeah it's not your punishment room it's Mm. not the room that you go where you know, I've labeled you naughty and bad, yeah. so you need to go in your room and spend time isolated away and alone. It's like, hey, you're having some really big emotions. I can see that you're struggling with them. If you need to go to your room to have a moment, like, yeah. head up there. Like, that's your safe place. If you yeah. need to go there just to regulate, like, all good, hop up into your room. So, and yeah, I find that those little, it's like just changing words, you know, mm. it's just like small little changes. Um, and it makes such a huge difference. It can absolutely backfire. My kids are like Miller's six and my mum will be standing there. And she obviously parented me in a way that she, like however she did. Yeah. And I reckon I started, I used to parent in that way until I sort of learned that I want to do it this way. Yeah. So she stands there and I'll have Miller, right? So I'll be saying, Miller, don't put, don't leave Barra out or I don't even know what it'll be. And then say, I do it. Yeah. Like, I'll leave my rubbish somewhere. And she'll be like, um, mum, don't leave your rubbish out. And I'm like, pardon? <laughs> and then my mum will be like, oh, like, you know, she's, she's answering back or whatever. And I'm like, no, she's not. Like, she's yeah. actually not. She's just, she's calling me out. Like, yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be the boss. And that's what yeah. I say to Lee all the time. I'm not the boss. I'm not the boss of my kids. Like, yeah. And they say We don't me, own them, do we? No. no. And the kids yeah. say it to me all the time. They're like you're not the boss. No one's the boss of me except me. And I'm like, that's right. Like yeah. no one's the boss of you. Mm. You are the boss of you. Like, and I trust you that you make the best decisions. And like, you know, you think for yourself so well, I'm so proud. Like I just love that. So my kids now call me out on stuff or like Arlo will go, mum, I think you just need to take a few deep breaths. You know, <laughs> so if I'm cute. feeling frustrated and I'm like, you are so right and it really bothers me (laughs) but yeah like I really um I love that my kids can almost coach me sometimes Mm. because they've got the tools they recognize it like they are using and applying the things that I've taught them and it's so cool to watch uh it's challenging at times like I said but I just think like how awesome I can't wait to meet them as adults yeah you know like it's cool I love it it is and I think as well like that's the thing we're we're parenting in such a different way to yeah. how our parents yeah parented us like i had i have those experiences with my yeah parents all the time like evie was having a bath at mum and dad's the other day and it was time to get out yeah and you know i said she started to get a bit upset and i said you know it's not great when things that we love come to an end but let's get out of the bath and we'll do something else fun and my mom just gave me this look like what the they're like going on about are you guys okay yeah just take her out of the bath i'm like no this is how like yeah but it is a completely different way of yeah of parenting it's a bit it's like it's gentle yeah but it requires patience from you because if you're not usually a patient person and you just want to get shit done and your kid is like i don't see the world the way you do Mm. i love the fact that i can sit in the bath and like you know like they've got such a creative little brain 
that they're in like a submarine yeah. like they're having the best time whereas you're like fuck oh, man I'm hungry yeah. like get out yeah. <laughs> get out like I'm not sitting in here any longer like oh, yeah they can't process why you would want to yeah. get them out of this cool thing like <laughs> yeah they're just so funny and that's it like kids I just think that they are they're really complex but they're mm. so interesting to watch and um, I'm really enjoying that like just observing all of the kids and like Mason he's two we put I put him to sleep and if I lay with him over night time he like faces me and I'll literally whisper to him I'm like I am awesome and he goes I am awesome Aww. and I'm like I am unique he's like I am Nick Aww. and like just those little things that I'm like yay like yeah. you know I did it with Miller and I did it with Arlo it starts off with just you know your affirmations mm. and then it's like the problem solving because once you've started the affirmations and then you get to the problem solving when they're like four or something, you see that they're choosing the positive, like they're, yeah. they're naturally doing it. So it's like, it all serves a purpose and it all starts to work as they reach different ages and milestones and, mm. you know, and then they go to school and like they're now finding themselves in a situation that's uncomfortable because someone's being mean to them. Mm. And it's like, so how do we deal with this? You know, what are we going to do? And usually nine times out of 10, they'll come from a place of love. Yeah. They'll be like, you know what? I've had a good day. Maybe they haven't. Yeah. I'm going to send them love. I'm like, yes, why don't? Whereas normal bullying mentality is they're mean to me. I need to be mean back. I need to yeah. match that energy. So I really sort of focus with the kids. I'm like, you know, pop your bubble around you, protect your energy, like go out and make someone smile today. And if you notice someone isn't like, why why maybe are they not and they think about like maybe their house isn't happy maybe they got yelled at by their mom maybe they don't have a friend today it's like yeah so like how do we fix that you know you don't have to fix people but you need to like leave them with a good experience Mm. you know like that's really all i want my kids to sort of know and learn and and it does starts off with just some affirmations at bedtime and that's what it can progress into and that's what excites me and i can't wait to sort of foster those sort of things into shine and, mm. and have more things to, to give people and, yeah. you know, help them through some of these challenging years. <laughs> <laughs> All the little curveballs life throws up. Yeah, literally. So you're 28, you've got three kids, you've got this amazing business. What does the future hold for you? I'm not really a planner. Um, I once planned my life and it totally went to <laughs> the plan not my life um and I think that taught me a lot like I don't really like to plan I'm not I'm not like a I see myself here in five years Mm -hmm. I'm like a I need to wake up every day um put one foot in front of the other yeah you know I'm I'm that like I'm I'm balls deep in kids right now I'm the busiest period of my life it feels you know I'm I feel like I'm exhausted in every way but so fulfilled and yeah you know, I love, I know that one day I'll miss these days and I don't want to be, I don't want to be too busy working and too busy worrying about, you know, bigger things and and what I, you know, trying to get myself to here or whatever. I just want whatever is meant to be for me to happen in its natural progression. And I just want to keep being mum. You know, I I still think that my main job is mum. I I think it's cool like to have that title of, you know, business owner and rah, 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 Hmm. but it's nothing that I really strived for. I'm, I often joke that I'm probably the most ambitious human, <laughs> like, but here I am doing what I do. And yeah, 
and whatever but I, I still really advocate for the mums at home working I think you guys you know sorry the mums at home raising their kids mm. you know um, who don't get the title of a, a working mum or who don't have the business you know the fancy added business to yeah. their name it's like you're still enough and you're still mm. doing incredible like I, I think being a mum is one of the hardest things so um, I've always wanted to advocate for just being a mum I think yeah. that's amazing because a lot of women say, oh, I'm just a mum. I'm just a stay-at-home mum. They do. Because the women that are working hard and stuff, like, I mean, all the power to yeah. you and amazing because to put on so many hats and whatever, um, but it can sometimes make the ones that aren't doing those things mm. feel a little bit like, oh, shit, I'm not doing enough. But yeah. it's like, just know that you are, you know, you yeah. are doing enough. You're doing more than enough. You are raising the next generation. Like, yeah. you have literally given up your life, sacrificed your body your career, your job, to be a mum, you know, your identity, you know. So I just really take my hat off to, to mums who are just doing the mum thing. Mm. I mean, the mums that are working as well, incredible too. But, um, yeah, when I was just a mum, I yeah. often felt like I needed to be more because that's how I would gain respect from people. And I just want people to know that, like, you know, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Um, we keep seeking, like, this it's like this appraisal from external factors that are just so irrelevant. I just think like create a happy home, you know, be that happy mum for the, for the kids to come home to. And like, that is the best thing you can give yourself and your kids, you know, turn off all the other noise. I mean, so many people perceive like, are like, you know, I'm, I'm doing amazing things. I'm so rah, 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 but they're not really truly happy. It's like, yeah, I just think forget about what everyone else is doing and just do you. That's I mean I'm I'm proud of my business and I love that my cards get to help people and I think that like the perfect business for me was something that served a greater purpose to me like it's something that I can give to people mm. um that they can truly use and it will change their life if they do it consistently like that's that's my kind of business. Yep. You know, I love that. I love that that is exactly the purpose of it. It's so me like um, it's just kind of like the gift that keeps on giving, you know, mm. and you can pass on that knowledge and that power and you can watch your kids' little minds evolve and you can see them go to school and problem solve better and like handle situations that are negative in a better way. Yeah. And like, you know, that's how I see us like changing the world, you know, mm. and that's just my job as a mum at home. Yeah. I've just turned it into a business to help others. But yeah, my, my just a mum role is literally changing my kids' lives mm. so that they can be really cool humans. <laughs> Abby, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and I will leave all of the links to shine in the show notes. Thank you thank so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It's All Her, the podcast. If you have loved this episode, please rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen and we'll be back with you next week.